Sassel's AGM faced a missed opportunity as a climate activist compiled its cancellation, escalating investor pressure on the company's emission reduction plans. Just sharing other investors voiced a dissent, uh, criticizing Sassel for its lack of interim targets and increasing emissions. The bold move by investors at the AGM signals a growing dissatisfaction with Sassel's progress. And joining us to unpack the details of this cancellation and Sassel's amplified investor concern is Business Day's Dean Erasmus Dean. Always a pleasure and a good afternoon to you. Hi, hello. Yeah, good afternoon. All right, Dean, let's talk about just uh, what happened in that AGM on Friday uh, that led to its cancellation. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, when the, um, the currency CEO Fleetwood Krobler started his address and he started by addressing some of the concerns that had been raised prior to the AGM by institutional investors um, the, the address was disrupted by about 15 protesters affiliated with the environmental activism group Extinction Rebellion. Um, so they were reading out statements and um, from from people who ha- who have been affected um, by um, by pollution caused by Sassol. And um, when uh, when the board tried to commence with AGM and uh, and the tried to um, tried to to restart his address, um, there were loud chanting from these protesters, which um, which eventually just disrupted disrupted the meeting to to the extent that it wasn't able to continue. So the meeting was cancelled and adjourned. And of course, uh, leading up to uh, this meeting, uh, there was quite a bit uh, that had been said from uh, some institutional investors about uh, about Sassel rather and its uh, climate issues. Let's talk about uh, some of those concerns that have been raised by these investors. Um, so the two investors that that did indicate their um, their voting intentions prior to the AGM were Old Mutual and Ninety One, which are both um, very important investors in Sassel. And um, both of these institutional investors indicated that they would not support the non-binding re- um, resolution um, to uh, to adopt the Sassel's 2023 climate change report. Um, it was for different reasons. And then Old Mutual also indicated that it would um, would not support two other non-binding resolutions, also related to their concerns that um, the Sassel had not shown. Um, in in their view, um, sufficient progress on implementation of some of its um, some of its climate change related targets. So I think it was interesting, and I'm keen to get your thoughts on this, uh, Deneen, is, of course, uh, you know, the issue of climate change is one uh, that companies like Sassel would have identified uh, years ago, I think before the conversation really came into the main. But, of course, we find ourselves now at a time when institutional investors and ESG are both uh, compelling yeah. investors, uh, or corporates as well, to do what they should do. But for Sassel, it's a little bit different because their operations are deeply uh, entrenched in yeah. fossil fuels. Is their case a little bit more complicated than it might be? for other corporates and other listed entities? Um, it's extremely complicated. I think, you know, it's, it's well known that Sassel is after ESCOM, South Africa's biggest emitter um, of, of carbon emissions. It's, it's one of the biggest emitters worldwide. And this is very much due to its use of, of coal as a feedstock and gasifiers to, um, to really power its production processes. And, and not only that, but it also has um, some liability in terms of scope three emissions and the products that it produces. 
So it, it is extremely, extremely difficult for the company to um, to progress with implementing climate change plans and, and a reduction of emissions without cutting back on actual production. And and that, of course, will, will never be uh, will never be popular with all investors to to have a sudden um, drop in production. So it it is it is a difficult situation, but because Sasol is such a large polluter in South Africa, um, what Sasol does is 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 ultimately very important for how South Africa as a country will be able to progress um, on its global commitments in terms of climate change. Then I must ask you about green hydrogen, Dean. I'm wondering if you can, you know, shed some light on this. We know that, uh, you know, Sassel has been vocal about the part that they're playing in green hydrogen. Mm-hmm. I think there's a project down in Sasselberg, uh, you know, of that tune. Uh, you know, is this a part of the process for them to really overhaul there? But, and also I'm keen to find out, are they investing at the right pace? Uh, because I guess pace is also important when we do have actual uh, targets that are set in stone. Mm. So I think green hydrogen definitely um, sort of in the longer term and post 2030 is, is, is absolutely integral to Sassel's plans to ultimately reach their net zero goal by 2050. Um, as we, in the run up to 2030, where they've set their target to, to reduce emissions by about 30%, um, most of that will come from as, as they try to replace some of the coal that they use in, in the production processes with gas. Um, which which is uh, another conversation but but yes then absolutely beyond that 2030 and already we've seen Sassel as one of the major corporate investors in South Africa's green hydrogen aspirations um, the company has already started to produce some green hydrogen at a very limited volume and um, they um, they are involved with plans in northern Cape and in the western Cape to to develop green hydrogen production hubs so it is extremely difficult, I'm sorry, extremely important for the country's transition to, to becoming sort of a, a new era energy company um, to, to see the green hydrogen um, play, really work, work out for them, pan out as, as, the, as the energy landscape in, in South Africa as a whole hopes it will. Let's talk about uh, gas, Adenina. You mentioned uh, that. Uh, talk to us about uh, where we they do stand where gas is concerned. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Sassel is already, it, it does use gas in, production, in its production processes, and it is, of course, the largest, um, basically the only supplier to, um, into, the, um, into the South African um, industrial sector for four-part gas. That, at the moment, comes from its gas fields in Mozambique. Um, which is, it is sort of at a point where it started tapering off. Um, Sassel has invested in, in new prospecting and in, um, in, in trying to, to delay that, um, that tapering off of the gas from Mozambique, where they have won a couple of years in terms of supply. Um, but ultimately, um, Sassel does need to find a, a long-term solution to gas supply that's not only going to replace um, their gas volumes now, but but increase those volumes um, to to quite a large degree as they try to switch to gas as a feedstock. And and I think it's maybe it's that's really one of the points that um, that the institutional investor ninety one pointed out in their reasons for not wanting to support the climate change um, report for twenty twenty three is just um, that they they 
they are they are losing some confidence mm-hmm. in in Sassel's plans to find a solution for gas supply towards as we as we move towards the end of this decade. It is a rather a tricky one, uh, Dean. I'm keen to find out from you. I mean, we don't know when the, the AGM will be rescheduled to, but of course we are seeing, uh, you know, environmental activists entering these meetings and causing uh, disruptions, which is exactly what protest, I guess, uh, is uh, meant to do. But of course, there are very important resolutions that need to be passed at, at, at Sassel. Do we know when the date of the AGM will be? And if there's a way to even hedge against a similar disruptions at the next one? The date has not been announced yet, so the board only indicated that they will um, engage with shareholders on the way forward. And this is perhaps just, it's its an important um, moment of, of learning for Sassel and maybe other corporates as well, um, that as we, um, as climate change becomes a, a more pertinent and visible issue in our everyday lives, they, they are more likely to, to see this type of pushback from not only from from investors, but also from civil society activists. So it's, um, I think the the Sassel board has has reached out and said it's willing to engage with activists. Um, as far as I know, so far, um, that engagement has not happened. But uh, but certainly for Sassel and other corporates in South Africa as well, it's it is important to. Um, to, to to learn how to best and effectively engage with activists and the concerns they have. Oh, anytime, well, Tal Janine, thank you for your time this afternoon. It's always a pleasure hearing from you. That was Energy Writer for Business Day, Janine Erasmus.